Hello and welcome to the Coivecast, another one of our review uh, episodes, review specials, I suppose, uh, off the back of Castleford going down to the Warrington Wolves on Friday and looking ahead a little bit to Huddersfield this Friday coming. I'm once again joined by my dad. Uh, thank you for coming on. No problem. Anytime. I've told you. Um, it's been a, been a couple of days now. I've had time to kind of uh, dwell on it a little bit and kind of not make a kind of snap judgment, I suppose, on, on Friday night. What is your kind of big kind of takeaway? What, what, what were your, your, your kind of feelings coming out of that loss? My feelings coming out of that loss was the trying... But we're just not putting an 80 minute like last two years. We just can't seem to get an 80 minutes together. Yeah. Again, first 15 minutes, it was us doing to Warrington what Salford did to us, it felt like, mm. this week. They had no possession. We went in lead. and But then, for some reason, defence just... It, I don't know what happened to it for that half, that rest of that first half. Yeah. Especially down the right edge. Mm. It was shocking. Yeah, I think especially down that right edge, I think that's the obvious talking point. I think it's the where to, where to start. Um, we just need to get that combination right, don't we? I, I don't think we have yet. Um, I, I think it is worth probably pointing out that, I mean, Sim Broadbent obviously played centre and wing, uh, well, wing centre. It is the first time they've played together on, on, on that edge. And it, you could tell. <laughs> I think you could tell. And the thing is, I think we start with a bit of a positive. I thought the left edge was great. Um, again, uh, I thought uh, Ward, Ward is probably the, the best of the signings, I think, so far, Sam Warden. And you've got Senior over there, but you've got a fair bit of size there, haven't you? You've got a fair bit of physicality on the left edge, and I don't think there was any problems, certainly not defensively, on the left side. Whereas you look at the right side, they're a fair bit smaller, aren't they? Those two, and uh, even when you put Jason Gary-Gary in there as well, you're not getting a big increase in size or anything like that. Do you think we're just lacking a little bit of size on that right edge? Yeah, but size, I don't know if size is a thing. I don't know, it's maybe not knowing each other's game. I don't, size isn't a thing, because the rugby players, they can tackle mm. six foot five fella or a yeah. five foot seven fella. It's knowing which following angle and ball and what have you. Knowing you've got your cover behind you as a full back, but I, I didn't think he had a, his best game for us or he get his worst game he'd had for us look locally on Friday, yeah. to be fair. But I think we just need, as half backs to click, more. Yeah. Not so much defence, but in attack, because it's a kicking game, I thought on. Friday, mm. oh, absolutely rubbish. Yeah, I I agree. I think I think as as a collective, looking at the kind of first two or three weeks, we look far better inside the twenty um, when we're attacking lines, but we're just not doing it enough. <laughs> we're not getting enough opportunity to get there. But I agree. I think some of the fifth tackle options, where there was even a potential forty twenty on, we're getting absolutely nowhere near, are we? There was some there was some poor old kicks there. Again, it's frustrating isn't it because that's their first game starting together uh, in Milnes and Miller and. You kind of feel like it had Danny Richardson been fit and played in that game, there might have been a slightly different outcome. I'm not saying we win it, but I think we might have been a little further on. Um, Milnes didn't impress me, uh, if, if I'm being honest. Just, yeah, I think we need to give him some time, obviously. But he's just coming back from injury. Yeah, so yeah, it's, 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 it's the case for a lot of players. Well, that one and a half games he's played, whatever. But yeah, but as attacking, I can see it coming. Yeah, but I think there were a couple of incidents on Friday that Luke Coley coming to line, hmm. great fullback, but. The awareness to pass, yeah, he, he died with ball, yeah. and I think they were scoring opportunities on mm. at least twice, where he just didn't release ball. Well, maybe thought he could score fair enough, but and then after that, the turnover and the penalty, then they go down the other end and score. Yeah, that, 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 that's the, the really frustrating thing, isn't it? Where we kind of get an opportunity like again, like I think we kick the ball out the full at one point, and that that kind of invites pressure, and like we just that's the thing we are inviting pressure. 
and we're inviting opportunities for the same at Salford, same kind of thing, where we put it out and we couldn't deal with the kick-off. And it just, some of the basics just can't quite there yet, are they? Uh, which, which is a shame. And I, that, that's the thing, I've, I've seen a few comments, obviously, I mean, as always, because that's what we do as rugby fans and cast fans, the sky was falling Friday night at 10 o'clock. Um, saw a couple of Lingard out shouts, which humoured me, to be yeah, honest. There was a couple. Um, I, I, I question that, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I'm not sure what... What are you thinking of that one? But um, but there's there's got to be an element of realism, and I I know I'm a bit of a broken record on the podcast in terms of patience and all this kind of stuff. But you know we were you know ten point underdogs I think uh, Warrington according to the bookmakers it was sixteen points at the start start of the week. Warrington away with the team we've got isn't one you'd circle on the calendar, is it? And go you've got to win that game by well, any means. Well, Warrington away maybe apart from. 2017, maybe 2018. It's a tough place to go. I can't remember us winning many times at Warrington. Yeah. Really. We don't. We don't, I think that must be one of the worst records we've got, along with St. Helens, hmm. away games. We never seem to win at Warrington. So it was no shock to me if we get beat. I was, just, I was a bit, up, not upset, but a bit disappointed in defensive performance yeah, on Friday. Absolutely. Mainly. The attacking, the tackle come, at least we're proving we can score tries. Because hmm. we scored. Scored two. Scored two, yeah. He only beat us two tries to one in second half. So defence actually improved a little bit, obviously, in second half. Yeah. Well, talk about that in terms of the defence improving. Um, they shifted Alex Mallow, didn't they, to uh, to centre in the right, uh, right at the start of the second half. Alex Mallow goes over. Jack Robben is taken off at that point. I don't think he was too happy about that. And Lingard was talked uh, talked about it in the press conference. But I, I quite like that from the coach. I, I've, I've got to say, I think you know he's still early in the job and all that kind of stuff. He's willing to kind of make that call. And it worked, didn't it? I, I, look, it wasn't going to get us back in the game, but it may probably made sure the game didn't end up being 50-60-70, didn't it? Well, I thought Jack had his defensively worst worst game of the season yeah. so far. Quite a few of them did, but and if that's called coach has got to make, yeah. I'm behind him all way, and I and I like the fact that the player weren't happy that he yeah, got took off, yeah. and like and that and like you said, you put Miller at centre, and your first comment about size mm. that that helps up. That bit of problems so. we've got. That's the thing. You, you it clearly helps us defensively. I, I, obviously, Mellor's not going to give you the strike that Broadbent might do. Obviously, it's just out, out of position. It's his first game in some time as well. Uh, I know I was even cramping up in the second half, wasn't he? Because he's obviously not played that much rugby. I thought he did well though. To be fair, across the board, I thought he was all right in the first half as well. To say he's come back. Um, I've liked Alex Mellor since he signed. Yeah, yeah. and like I say he's, he's been off. How long has he been off? It all pre season. It was right early in the Keithley game, wasn't it? About ten minutes into the Keithley yeah, game. So he's had no pre yeah. he's had no pre season games, and that's his first game back. Yeah. Can't fault to be fair. No, I missed quite a bit of rugby last year as well, didn't you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought he was good in terms of performers. Uh, I thought George Lawler were good again. Uh, I think he's been solid the first three weeks. I think he's kind of put his best foot forward. In terms of the forwards generally, can you look at the you look at the numbers, look at the the meter makers? Um, we don't have any at the minute. If we're being honest, we're not really making meters. Lawler, I think, topped. Uh, top of the charts there. Um, obviously, we kind of spelled Sammy Kabula in there. Nixon Putt comes in. Uh, I thought I thought Putt tried to be fair. I thought Putt didn't have a bad performance. He's offloads again, wasn't he? A couple of offloads. I've never seen a player try and offload as much. <laughs> even even the ones that don't come off, he, he might have three defenders on him, and he's looking for it all the time. It's amazing. Just it? good how he runs in and spins, and he's got his arm low, so the cat cover ball, and yeah. so he's trying to get it out all the time. It's Brilliant. It's impressive, it's impressive. But um, yeah, we were outmatched in the forwards of general. I mean, you, you look at Paul Vaughan across from here, it's, it's not difficult to be outmatched, is it? But 
we've talked about it I think before before the start of the season that we do we are a prop short I think we've said that and obviously it doesn't help when you've got obviously Liam Watts on the sidelines and you don't have Nemo back in yet and all this kind of stuff but we, we definitely looked a bit short in the forwards didn't we yeah we do we do because some good kids here like uh, Muzzy and um, what do they call him young lad other on the back Sam Hall Sam Hall yeah you know what I mean the, the tyres the Give un- well, give hundred percent, hundred and ten percent, but they just need a little bit more size. Yeah. Maybe when this new kid comes over, when he gets trained. Yeah, up, I mean Highmarsh. Highmarsh. Highmarsh Takai, I think uh, I think you say his name. Uh, Dan Highmarsh. He's gonna. He, he should be this week, if not the week after, I think. And he's he's, he's big. Uh, he's certainly got the size. He's yeah. not. He's not the tallest again. Sammy Kabula's big though. He's, he's not very good, is he? <laughs> Sammy Kabula is not a super big player. If we're being brutally honest with it, but you know when we brought him in. Realistically, we brought him in for situations like this where we don't have players. <laughs> he really is someone who should only be playing probably five, maybe max ten games this year. Yeah, that's and that's fair. You need squad players. You know what I mean? Look, I as we said when we signed him, you know, he's had I think eight clubs in. He's, I think he's only twenty four. I think he's had eight clubs, something like that. I mean, he, he was really highly rated at Wigan when he came through. Uh, I remember watching him in the academy. And, I mean, he was, he was that he was that big, so it's it's probably not too difficult. I suppose when you've got those kind of. That kind of physicality in the academy games kind of make a name for yourself, but um, yeah, he's not a super league standard prop for me. So not someone you want out there for twenty twenty five minutes stints. And but again, we try. He's just he's just limited. Uh, he's just a limited player. Yeah. But that's the thing. We we don't. I just want to see this team full fully fit. Uh, I just want to see this team with Watson, with Namo, with with Paul McShane. We're almost forgetting about Paul McShane. I think Liam Horn's done. He's done. He's done brilliant as Liam Horn. Yeah. He's played. He must be playing nearly eighty minutes. He's played eighty minutes nearly every game of the season so far. I think they spelled him against Wigan. Didn't they? I think they give him a blow against Wigan. Well, maybe I mean, so, but last but, two but games, even then, yeah, yeah. To play eighty minutes at Ucker, it's it's a tough call, is that? And like I say, he's been great. And I think, I think we, anyone kind of slamming the performance or anything like that. I think we're forgetting that you know McShane's going to start when he's back in. To have that Liam Horn. Liam Horn's been great for eighty minutes, but his best rugby will come when he's playing half an hour. Won't it? Uh, he's going to come in after 20, 25 minutes yeah. and bring that intensity. Like, like we saw at the back end of last year, defensively in attack as well, he can, he, can, he can take off from like to half. And I think that will give us, I think especially as we said with the half-backs as well, with the, the creation not being quite there yeah. at the minute. I think Maka being in is huge. That's it? the key, I think, getting Maka back fit. for rest. Well, as soon as he's back fit this time, as as we can get him back fit for the rest of the season. Because when you've got Liam on there on bench, hmm. he ain't just helping Maka out. You can give Westy a blow because yeah. you can put Liam on in yeah. and loose, loose forward. Yeah. And he'll tattle his heart out all day there. Yeah. I mean, one thing, I think, again, it's just not going to work out time-wise, really, but I think at the minute as well, I think if you had if you had McShane in now, I, with the lack of size in the forwards, I'd really consider playing Westy at prop. And having, we can't do it at the minute, sadly, but I'd even consider playing Hall at 13 and then having Westy as a middle because yeah. it, it gives you that size. I think that's, yeah, I mean, he's going to do the same job. Essentially, it's almost like having like an extra body there. So it's, I think that would have maybe been the approach that kind of, kind of covered some cracks a little bit. It's just a shame we can't actually do that because McShane's still three or four weeks away. Yeah, well, I think no problem with that. Put Westy prop for me. You know what yeah. I mean, he's just, and then you get on as well and Macca. Yeah. You've got an extra ball handler there as well in Westy, yeah. in middle of field. Yeah, exactly. And I thought Elliot Zakin was was solid again. Uh, probably not as eye catching as he was against Salford, but it's, it's difficult. Uh, difficult in a game like that, I think. But he, he was solid. He's, he's a handful, and he's a real handful. He's attracting three defenders every time. Um, he's always looking for, for yeah. offload as well. That's the thing. That's why he's having to attract three defenders. But this is where we'll get when when he's doing that, and we got Macker in. 
who can get us out field as well as half backs. Yeah. When we got when they all gel on attack, he's gonna if he's dragging three players across to right hand edge or left edge mm. to tackle him, if he can get a quick play at ball, there's got to be gaps. Yeah. And get that cohesion between us. Yeah. We'll be scoring tries for fun. I think so. I think so. And obviously, some some drier. Usually, I think last season we looked at drier tracks and went, "Oh no," because <laughs> the team teams coming at us. They probably can use that speed a little bit better. But I actually think we might be a decent one weather team. To be fair, I think I think the way we throw the way we throw the ball, the way we attack, I think there was glimpses of it, weren't there? And um, obviously, the first I think the first try was excellent. Uh, seniors senior showed his, his pace. I, I almost wanted him to kind of take him on. To be fair, and kind of kind of go to the line, but um, he showed the amount of pace he's got. I think he's got the largest stride ever, <laughs> I think, in his senior. Um, but I, I thought it, I was really impressed with them, and I think the way, probably the most composure we showed in the game, to be fair, the fact that obviously he was tackled and we were able to kind of get, and I know it's not the absolute rocket science in order to score that try, but the way we actually showed the composure to get it all over to the right edge and uh, and Sim to eventually score was, was promising, wasn't it? It was, it was good. Um, but the second try, he's just completely off the cuff, in it? it? It's a bit, it's a crazy try, yeah, really. Yeah, it is, yeah. But it shows we're, we're willing to do that. And I think yeah. more of the same, really. Let's just do it. Well, like I say, I think you're right with warm weather and dry tracks. Like we looked half decent in attack against Salford last And yeah. that, that was a dry field. Yeah. Compared to when I saw it yesterday. Mm. And <laughs> Peter Ecker would just let it ball. <laughs> he wasn't trying to catch box. He wasn't going to go That's nowhere to it that way. Does that does that sort of performance look a bit better now as well, <laughs> based on the, the result they picked up yesterday? Yeah, it does. Because well, well, we both said we didn't think Salford had a good good team this year, and we are still saying think that if they get any injuries, they're going to be that, that. Yeah, I, I won't say good. I think good squad. I think squad. I, I think one to seventeen, and yeah, I got a bit hammer for that because I think I had Salford eleventh, and the reason for that was I agree. I think they've shown one to seventeen. They were probably mid table side at best. They could even threaten playoffs. I think that mid table side. Um, that started 17, sorry, but I think they only named 24, 25 players and it's tough without an academy. You know, uh, apparently in the friendlies, obviously they had quite a stacked bench. I think they had some, I don't know if they were trialists or reserves or whatever. And by all accounts, I think it was some St. Ellen's fans who were saying when they played St. Ellen's, it was some ringers. <laughs> and uh, there was some definitely not super league caliber players. I think Salford, yeah, if they can get the look and they keep them all healthy and they keep Mark Sneed fixed, I think that's massive for them as well. Um, they might be all right. It's just when they get three, four, five injuries, which will happen, let's be honest. At some well, it's going to happen, like I say. Like, I agree with you. Mark Snead. He's excellent. He's best kicking half-back, I think, again. Really is. Yeah. And uh, but if they lose him and maybe McDonald hmm. and, and Callum Watkins yeah. for any limit. And he's knocking on a bit now, it's Watkins, so one bit of an injury and he could be out for a while. I think they will really struggle. Yeah, I think so. I think once you get into the summer and they get those injuries, we'll... Might see a bit of a slip, but they might have they might already have the wins at that point where it doesn't matter so much. So fair play to them. Um, quick note on the refereeing. Uh, how, how do you think? There's clearly been a shift, hasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> this it it looks well, like a different game week three than it is week one, doesn't it? Which is good, but I watched it on Friday, and if that had been last week, Kabula wouldn't have played again this season. <laughs> Because at first look, it looked like he did him straight round chops. Yeah, that first, enough, that first he, angle didn't look good, did it? <laughs> he hit him on the shoulder and he bounced up. But last week, that would have been a 10 minutes in Simbin. All day long. Because in 10... Because, in, yeah. in 10, yeah. it would have been at least 10 minutes in Simbin. Yeah. So I, I don't understand why. I know the sports have been a meeting this week. Hmm. And all of a sudden, oh no, we'll allow lays now. Because players are threatening this, that and other. And yeah. fans are not happy and 
owners are not happy. But you can't start a season off with some one set of rules and then three games in change them. It's just not fair. That's 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 it, isn't it? It's just because look, ultimately we want the game to be like this. Don't get me wrong. I I, I want to see games ref like they've been in round three. But it's just from the from the governing body themselves who have sent all, spent all off season ever since these changes were kind of said that right this is what this is the this is the situation this is where we're at we're not going back this is it and it took three weeks <laughs> and, and the, the threat of a strike which may or may not happen I mean they've not even set up the union yet so I mean and it's just <laughs> you can't you can't, take, you can't take the word for anything can you really no and they bow down to. Australian team, it will good challenge. We're not playing under your rules, you'll play under ours, yeah. even though it's in our country. How? Yeah, playing the international rules for that game. Is, <laughs> I mean, because the argument they're giving doesn't make sense, because the argument they've given is we can't get the game insured if we play all the rules, essentially, or we don't have this big crackdown. So I'm like, well, so was the World Cup challenge insured? Exactly. <laughs> well, we can play as insured then when they played against Penrith. Obviously not. It's bizarre, isn't it? It's bizarre. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I've never really asked your thoughts on the RFL, but it feels oh, like a good. No, they're not, not, I'll be honest with you, they're not fit for purpose in my eyes. They're not fit for purpose. It's Absolutely. It. Yeah, and even this week as well, I know um, it was Rodri Jones, I think it's Rodri Jones, uh, who's the, the, the head on show, really. The RFL went on the League Express podcast and said various things, got a few of the IMG things not quite right, and then explained that Catalan are going to have to pay for everyone to go over <laughs> going forward. Which is bizarre. Pants, yeah, that. yeah, Catalan Dragons, I, I presume the Toulouse if they're in Super League. Um, they're going to have to pay the travel costs of every team going over there. Oh. Which is... That's a bit of an expensive yeah. for Mr. Gosh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll burn out, i be happy with that. He's going to have to sell a bit more meat, I think, <laughs> <laughs> to cover all that. But, I mean, that's just, it, it's just, it's unfair, <laughs> let's be honest. I can see while I'm there. They'll be inviting all RFL over to an home game, put them on field, and they'll get that bull, that bull. on. <laughs> get that bull chasing them around. <laughs> might change his tune then, I think. Might um, but it's just stuff like that. And it's just, look, as much as, don't be wrong, it's, it's probably good for cast <laughs> and clubs like us in terms of money and stuff like that. But like, when they talk about fair. growing the game and all kinds of stuff, like, why would you try and alienate a Catalan Dragon? They were in the grand final last year. <laughs> it's just like one of the great brands we've Honestly, got. They're ridiculous. The Rugby Football League is an absolute not fit for purpose organisation. And some of the stuff I read, well, I saw some on Facebook and that if it's right that NRL want to buy Super League, please let them. Please let them. Yeah, I, I, think, I don't think there's anything really to it. But to be fair, Peter Valandis has obviously. All the Vegas stuff this week, which looks amazing, by the way. Yep. Um, Peter Valandis has said that that Britain is part of his strategy. You know, I think more. Than, I mean, selling watch NRL uh, subscriptions is a big thing. Obviously, he says he basically insinuated that they don't sell many in the UK, and he wants to kind of improve that. I, I guess that's just because most Rugby fans have Sky, and therefore, well, that's it. You watch it. From you Sky, you see it? most of the, you don't yeah. see all of them, but you can see most of the most games of anyway. So I think most people are quite happy with that. But he did say that Britain is a big part of the growth strategy, and I think they're very aware as well that. If there is a game in in Vegas next year, will it be the World Cup Challenge or just kind of a Wigan Saints or whatever they want to do? Um, you might get an extra five ten thousand there because um, I think you would. I think if you announce it ahead of time, which Super League wouldn't do, they'd probably announce it the week before. But <laughs> if they announce now, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. If they announce now, even if it's Wigan Saints, right? Say that or Wigan Leeds or whatever you want to do. I, admittedly, they'll go for the bigger clubs, which is fair. If they announce tomorrow that Wigan Saints is putting, they're going to do a triple header next year at Vegas. You get a lot of people going. I mean, a lot of people go anyway, aren't they? 
Oh, I, well, I, well, I, to be honest, I've never fancied Vegas, but I think if Cats were going to play oh, in Vegas, I'd be off. 100%. Yeah, he's looked amazing this week. Just, yeah, just a word on that. I mean, what an achievement for the game. 40,000, I think. Yeah, it was amazing this in, morning. In Allegiant Stadium. Um, yeah, the Super Bowl's there just a few weeks ago. They still could see the Chiefs <laughs> logo well, on, on, on the field. It's quite a nice touch almost. Gives it a bit more realism. Um, but yeah, it's just an amazing thing. And exactly what, exactly the ambition I think the game should be showing, which is just what we don't necessarily have here. And it's money in it, and today all comes down to the money. But yeah, we need, we need to be in bed with the NRL as soon as possible, don't we? As soon as possible. Like I say, it's, it's the lifeblood game, to be fair, is an NRL. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's just a different level. A different level when you watch it over there. It's, and the, well, I know it's a national sport. And they do it right. It's like football over here. Their coverage of it is amazing. Yeah. It's like the grand final. It's like what old FA Cup finals, uh, Challenge Cup finals used to be like in England. Yeah. You'd watch it from ten o'clock in the morning, and you watch yeah. players getting on coaches yeah. from hotel going to Wembley. And it's yeah, you know I mean it. It's brilliant. But over here, what you get? Super League teams not even getting Challenge Cup now until. Last 16? Six round, fifth round, six round. Last 16? Um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just do it right. I think we, f- we forget almost with the NRL. It's such an... And it's their Premier League, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Which is not... I think because we, we put it in the same in the same tier as Super League over here, you forget that it's just such a completely different situation. Like I said, I've seen the coverage from Vegas this week and, uh, and last night, and it's... like I'm, I'm an NFL fan, obviously. I'm just like, that. that's the same. They're on FS1, I think, in Fox Sports over there, and it's just... Even from the, the player arrivals, they're coming in, they're all, they're all absolutely dripped up. Some of them have got... <laughs> some of them walk, walking in like bare-chested and NFL. stuff, and, it's like, and they're getting shots like the NRL last night. Oh, right. And it's like, even that got a few little comments of like, ah, snidey comments, like, oh, would you come to work dressed like that? I'm like, if you've watched the NFL for the last few years, that's exactly what they do, and it's appreciated, and it's yeah. actually, no, because they are megastars. That's why we should treat them as megastars. You've got Reese Walsh there, treat him like a megastar. Yeah. And I think they've done a great job on that, and I think hopefully it's just going to grow, grow, and grow. I think we've got it for five years in Vegas, and... Yeah, I heard him say that, Peter Delandy, whoever they call him. Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, we, no matter what, we will be here for five years. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's a very clever bloke, clearly. He's, he's obviously the um, the kind of the figurehead of it all. And it, it, what he's done, really, for those kind of unaware, is just he, he spotted a real growth area, and that growth area, like it all over, is gambling. Yeah. That's why he's done it. There's no coincidence that it's in Vegas. <laughs> you know you know, I mean... It, it's no coincidence. It's no coincidence that Peter Bland has made his money in horse racing yeah. uh, originally. Uh, but you know, I mean, I've said I know personally from the industry. I mean, but I mean, the gambling industry is absolutely blowing up in the US because their regulation is about fifty years behind the <laughs> behind the UK. The NRL have been the first on the uh, just jumped straight on it and they've just gone right. Okay, massive, massive growth potential. At the minute, American sports fans want to bet on everything. The, the and the, the the big stakers as well, but they want to get on it, and he's just gone. Well, if we give them an op- if they give them a sport which is easily, um, easily suited to the gambling industry as well, if they give them a sport, one they'll bet on it, and once they're betting on it, they want to watch, watch it. it. Yeah. And straight away it's on Fox Sports, and there you go. I'm saying if you've got a population of three hundred and sixty million people, yeah, you don't need a big percentage of that to start getting a good fellowship, do you? No. No, if you, I think it's just said you need one percent. If you can get one yeah. percent, you're laughing. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's, it's a great, it's a great, great strategy. And I think you know the IMG stuff and the, there's positive things they're doing over here. But I mean, just have some conversation with Peter Blanders. Again, even on that League Express podcast with with, with Rodri, I think he mentioned that he he spoke to him in person once. I'm like, I'd be on the phone to Peter Blanders every week. Every week. 
you, you know what I mean? Look at what they're doing. Like, you need we're just a little bit too into it sometimes. But yeah. anyhow, we'll, we'll go, go back to Cass anyway. <laughs> we'll go we've back gone, to we've gone from Cass to referees to international <laughs> to, 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 to Vegas. It's easy done. It's easy done. This microphone might as well not be here anyway. It's just, it's just, say, we're just, talk, as, yeah. just as normal day. This. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving back to Cass. So just kind of final points on 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 that Warrington game. It's just. I think what it was is we will say about the effort. The effort is still there. The determination is still there. It was still they were still trying for eighty minutes. It was just that twenty five minutes, twenty minutes defensive display at the end of the first half, which you just couldn't just couldn't fathom. Yeah. After the first quarter of an hour, you can't don't know a team can Maybe we were just blowing, I don't know, but go from defending well, attacking well, looking good, to something it was like a bit like last year. First try went in and yeah. whether the heads dropped a little bit. But they seem to be milling around each other and yeah. getting back slaps and what have you come on with the R8 behind sticks. Mm. So I don't know what happened that, for that 20 minutes, that 25 minutes yeah. in the first half. Whether it was just a bit of a morale thing. And, I, then, I, and then it was it, right at the beginning, the second half, they yeah. scored. Uh, yeah, the, whoever it was scored, didn't it? Straight, straight from well, he the beginning. Duffy, wasn't it? Yeah, he bounced off. Yeah. Down that right edge, you bounced off three players, I think, and went under sticks. Yeah, yeah. again, was it just, yeah, was it just a bit head dropping? I don't know. I, it's fair enough. I think the first try, the first Ashton try, it's just a great finish, to be fair. I don't think there's too much wrong with that one uh, defensively. I think, it, obviously, you want to try and stop it, but it is a great finish in the corner. I think he had shot line, and he had um, yeah. similar shot line to take centre. Whether he told Broadbent he were doing it, because yeah. Broadbent were on his heels then coming over to try and push him into touch. That communication. Again, it's just. It's, it's just working together. First game together. And I know, but no, should be not training for no, They should know. I agree. I agree. If he's making a move, he tells him, must give him a signal and tell him or whatever. It needs to be better. It needs to be better. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the two tries after that were pretty poor yeah. uh, down the same side. So, Friday. Yeah. What does it feel? <laughs> it feels like a big one now, doesn't it? It's massive. It's absolutely massive. Yeah. And they've got 16 points against Wigan. <laughs> I don't feel me full of hope, to be honest. I've, I've, I've only seen the highlights of Huddersfield Wigan. I haven't seen it at all. It is all Adam Clune. It's all that halfback. Um, so if referees have been a bit lenient, we'll just put someone <laughs> to stitch him up. <laughs> Get rid of him. Give me HII. He's clearly he's clearly a good player. He's a great, great pass to uh, Elliot Wallace, funnily enough. Um, yeah, who scores, I think, in the first half. It's very similar to the... Um, the French Domiski try uh, from the World Cup Challenger we saw that right. I missed a few man out it's a really good it's a really good bit of play um, so he's the key for them 100 million percent um, obviously I don't think we saw much of him in the friendly I think he did go off I don't think we saw much of Clune at all you, were, you controlled him though because it worked friendly yeah. I don't know I won't try him that much but we we seemed to look after him yeah. when he were on in that friendly yeah but obviously we expect better than that um, I must say though I mean, again it is only a friendly Um Beyond him, not much terrified me about Huddersfield, if, if no, I'm being honest, and from the bits I've seen. Um, you know, I thought we were well on top in that friendly. Again, I know it's only a friendly. Uh, you can only take so much from it. But it's Friday night, play. It's Friday, it's Friday, yeah. It's Friday. Um, the crowd's going to be interesting. <sighs> well, you said before, didn't you, we could have done with one win out of them two away games yeah. to keep the crowd up. But I've still got a feeling there'll be seven. I think there'll be seven. There is, there, is one said, there is one issue, I must admit. Don't tell me Leeds United are playing at home on Friday. Uh, and no, but they are playing at Hillsborough. <laughs> it's Sheffield and Leeds United at the same time. Uh, which is a concern. 
It is a bit of a concern. That is a bit of a concern. I think more likely six, if I'm being honest, brutally honest. But... Still gives you an average of eight with the wrong game. Be alright with that. I think if we can get 6,000 in there, realistically, that's not too bad. Um, you want more, obviously. Well, you're not, they're not going to bring many. No, I think if we can get six, we can live with it. Anything lower than that is a Three isn't, cows isn't, and a cowbell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, anything less than six would be a worry, I think, regardless of the Leeds game. Yeah. Um, it's still only the second home game of the year. First Friday night, you'd want to get a few in. Yeah. I, I think the, the club have got a job on, I think. It's kind of really banged the drum this week. Mm. Um, you know, they can put out <laughs> that, that image of getting tickets now. A million times, but I would probably need something a bit, a bit extra this week, just kind of get people in. Obviously, there is no ticket offer this time, like the Wiccan game either. Uh, so it's the first time with you know twenty five quid a ticket. Proper fans will be there. well, yeah, the ones that are willing to part with the cash anyway. Yeah, hopefully they do. Oh, hopefully, plenty do. I'll be there. You'll be there. Well, I'll be there. Um, but yeah, it feels it feels quite big, really. Week four, they yeah. are a team that are going to be around us. We also we're thought to have to, we've got to win a game soon. Yeah, I, I fear we've got to win a game soon. Otherwise. You won't be surprised if lads start feeling pressure. Yeah. And when, when under, pressure under, comes, under mistakes yeah. on field. Do you know what I mean? Because it does. I don't want to be going really. I mean, I'll be there anyway. But we've got leads in three weeks. I think. I don't Easter, really. Thursday. Yeah, I don't really want to be going to that game without a win. If we can help it, because it's Catalan's week after this is it, uh, away. Is it home Leeds? Leeds at home, yes, it? Thursday night, it's Thursday night, isn't it? it? We need. We could really do having a win on the board before that. No, we've I got, think. So we've got Huddersfield. Then Catalan's away, then Leeds. Is that how we've got? That's our run, yeah. Oh, of course. Catalan's in March, isn't it? Yeah. Tricky. Because, <laughs> I mean, realistically, we'd do well to get something from Perpignan. We, um, need, we need to win Friday. Yeah, Not to win so. Friday. I think so. I think so. I think it's doable. I think it's doable. I don't know what the book is of. I have the spread out at the minute. They'll be slight favourites. Well, they might be six point favourites, I reckon. Six to oh, more? Maybe more, I think. Maybe, more, I think. Maybe ten. Maybe. Maybe. Well, actually, yeah. I, got, I, think, I think they had sold for 10 point favourites against that. Yeah, yeah maybe, so maybe, 10, maybe even 12 in that case. Um, but like I say, they're, they're a team that should be around where we want to be. Salford were. We came very, very close. Hmm. I think we're going to, I think we'll keep it close on Friday for sure. But yeah, really, we want to get over that line and, and get that win. Um, the thing is, as well, it just regards of the opposition, home games are massive like, this year. Because like, yeah. we're not, I mean, we haven't for the last two years anyway, but. We're not going to pick up much on the road. I think that's quite clear. We need, and Lingard's even talked about himself, I mean, trying to make the jungle a bit of the fortress this year. It, need, it needs to be. It's a place that teams don't like to come anyway, for a, a, a multitude of reasons. reasons yeah. um, but we really need to kind of ramp it up, don't we? We, we, we need do. we need to pick up points at home. We do need to pick points up at home. Well, I'm, I'm totally against with you. I can't see us picking up many points away. But, yeah, it's just, I just don't, we can't. I just, I, I, where we're playing, it's, until it, Comes, I can't really see us getting many points at home neither. I can't. At the moment, well, I think we're set the top of the show. I think we need some bodies back. That's for sure. I, I do think Mark will make a big difference. Um, but you, if you, he's you, not back while well after Easter. That's yeah. four games. I mean, I'd, I'd like, to, I'd like to think he might be back for Leeds. That'd be a good one. It would be a good one to come back on. Uh, because we're too bad for that. I'm not sure whether. I mean, it's been three weeks. It was six weeks before the Wigan game. It's been three. That's in three weeks' time. So. That's a possibility, it's, I think. Enough, uh, may, maybe Catalan thinking about it, but I think definitely if we can get him hundred percent for the lead, that that'd be massive. I that think. would be massive, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's look. We knew what the season was going to be, didn't we? And that, that's the thing. Isn't I it? know, but we and we know, and we're backing him because we know yeah. 
well, we think we know in his own head the process that the club's going through and all. And this we stuff. also know because even though the club have not expressly said this, we're pretty sure we're paying five hundred, six hundred k under the cap. Yeah, it is what it is. You know, we we talk about some of the quality of some of the players. You mentioned that Holding was a bit lacking. Clearly, there was problems on the right edge. There is an element of you get what you pay for as well. Yeah, yeah. and we we knew that, and we knew that going in. And it is the comments on social media and stuff do oh, interest me a little bit because all of season long we're like we're behind it. We understand the projects. We understand it's a three year build, and then as soon as we lose a game, it's like oh. Yeah, but to be fair, <laughs> I have seen some on Facebook, and they have been quite. Or eight and they tell yeah. people oh, to wind, sure. wind the necks in and say, "Look, we know what we're happening." This I still season. think the majority are on, uh, are on are with board. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just the odd fuel that you need. You think have you ever watched a game of rugby in your life? Because <laughs> you're certainly not watching the same games of rugby I watch, and, and players I watch week in week out. You just can't be because that's. <sighs> I'm still seeing the Jacob Miller slander. I don't get it. <laughs> I think he's been a, I think been, he's been, been, great. been great this season, Jacob Miller. To be, well, I think we've been in the right state if he hadn't been. Yeah. Well, if he'd have been Jacob Miller last year, yeah. he'd like, have been on 50 points of game down. He looks like he's got a new lease of life, doesn't he? He looks like he's been given... He's running with the ball more as well, which I think is big because that's his game. That was his game. He's talking to his twin brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Went that well, Alan. <laughs> um, he also delivered his uh, his wife's uh, baby at three o'clock in the morning sometime last week as well. Did uh, he? He told the cast media team after the game. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a quite, quite a week for Jacob Miller. So yeah, the missus gave birth on the in the living room, I think. Oh, nice. Um, so that's <laughs> that's quite a week for him. And mm. Couldn't see it in his performance, to be fair. I thought he did good. Well, I did our best half back on field. I think so. you can make a point that he's definitely in our kind of top two or three uh, players of the season. I think the other one for me, again, I mentioned, I think Sam Wood's great. I think of the signings yeah, we've got. Sam Wood, El Zakimi, whatever they call him. Yeah. And Miller. I think they've all done well. Well, even um Senior, to be fair, he hadn't done much wrong. No. I thought it was good Friday. And to be fair, none of them that on Friday were Broadbent's worst game of the season. Mm. First two, not wrong. They did nothing wrong. And what the call he made one mistake against Wigan, did he, did Uli. But other than that, apart from Friday, I thought he had a poor game Friday. Yeah. But against Salford, I thought we were good. And where we had his uh, doubts and worries about him under eyeballs and all this lot, not a problem with that. He can, yeah. he can catch out. Yeah. He's got his confidence with that. It's just his attacking. For me, he's, he's def- a bit of his defensive play and, and his attacking ability is a bit bit off at the minute for me. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But there's something building. I think there is there's something building. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take a long time and it's going to be painful. Oh, it's going to be a long old season, is this? But we, we knew, again, like I say, we, we, we all kind of bought into that at the start of the year. So I, 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 Like we said, and as long as the club have done their bit and get the ground for this IMG rubbish, I, yeah. do you know what? Even if we don't win a game this year, as long as we're in Super League next year because club have done their bit mm. and they, they rate what I said about performances on field mm-hmm. and crowd can get behind them and we do our bit by getting behind them every week, even coming down to games. As long as we're in Super League next year, now we've got this planning permission. It'd be hard to, it'd be a bit of pill to swallow. Mm. But if we have to do it and only win, well, not win a game all year, that's stupid. But if we only win three or four, but we are in Super League next year. If it's basically a similar year to last year. Similar year yeah. to next year, but we are in Super League. I'll take it as long as I can see some improvement. Because there's improvement now because there is effort yeah. and they are trying it, lads, mm-hmm. compared to last year. That was just yeah. rubbish last year. Yeah. So, yeah, just keep it going, boys. That's it. And I think. As well, I, I, I want to bring it up to kind of finish off because we've not really chatted about it properly ourselves and obviously I've not uh, done a podcast since the 
uh, the letter to the fans from uh, from the board in terms of the ground improvements and all that kind of stuff. I think the other thing as well, as I said, with, with 500, 600k under the cap, if we can get grade A, we'll spend the cap. I'm sure we will. It's not. It's not that we can't afford to spend the cap. I don't think that's the thing. I think we're holding money back yeah, for point. because there's well, again, there's not much point, and you, that five that half a million quid can obviously be used elsewhere. You know elsewhere I mean? to get us that good day. Yeah, and obviously with Martin Jepsen there as well, a little bit of cash in there. Obviously, money has been pumped in, so it's not that we can't necessarily afford it. And we, we spent the cap last year, so it's not that we're completely, completely skinned. Um, so I think if yeah, again it's as you say maybe a bit of a bitter pill this year, but if we can get that grade day in twenty five, they've got money on we'll cap. Compete, yeah. They've got some money left at cap, and you never know because players come up all time. There could be a player coming that could change season for us. Yeah. And if, if we'd spent cap up to now, we won't have no money to get somebody in. Yeah. If we can get someone in, who well, could change season later on in the year? Yeah. Bring him in. Nobody's got the ability to do it. Absolutely. I think I think there's going to be a point as well where. Because he's been in the last... I think he's been in every squad. Certainly the last oh, two. Your mate. My mate, Albert. Um, <laughs> Albert. Still never spoke. Still got, still got blocked. Still don't, 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 don't know what happened. Um, no, I, was, I wasn't even bad. Oh, I didn't even say anything bad about him. Um, you've got to get him off the court, haven't you? <laughs> if, 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 play him or if being honest, this. He's got to be off the court. Right? Yeah. And that's just... Like you said at the beginning, <laughs> we're a big forward shot. We've got him. the satin stand it's every his, week. That's his, 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 yeah, his spot, sadly, is what we're lacking. Yeah. Whether it be him. Well, but please, put your finger out and get on with it. Yeah. It's either got to be him or it's got to be someone taking his quarter spot. Yeah. And we, we, And if we've got a bit of money, do it. Yeah. He's on too much He's on too much money. He's taken up too much of a spot. And again, just in that position of need, it, you, you can't carry someone there if you're not, not going to play. It's... it's I, we've discussed before I, I do wonder whether there is a point of the season where we're prepared to pay him off well, there's got to be whether it be Easter whether it be a little bit further on but obviously we have to pay off the rest of his contract because yeah. let's be honest I don't think anyone's going to transfer for him so but, or, or maybe even the loan thing like we did last year maybe he goes back to Donny or something Donny like or that whatever, and we yeah. get that quota spot back which obviously helped last year and bringing in Tassipalo and Horn players like yeah, that yeah. someone's got to give what there what injured Tassipalo this week uh, yeah, yeah, some kind of knock. Oh, I think he, had, I think he was ill as well. Uh, oh, I think yeah. I mentioned he was oh, ill. Yeah. I, I know he definitely had knocks off to Salford, but he wasn't the squad. Um, I think there was some kind of illness. Maybe uh, that we had Miller back, and I thought Miller did all right anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, just found a point in on that. What did you make of that kind of open letter that went around a couple of weeks ago? Um, in terms of the the well, the improvements, whether well, they are, whether well, they are improvements. I mean, you've talked like about that, this, and yeah. I told you we've got the plan permission. Yeah. People are saying, oh, when are we going to see a spare ground? When are we going to see ground getting developed? Mm. Well, hang fire. We we need to get this grading first. Yeah. So that open letter explaining what we're going to do and what roughly time frames and this. Just get, I thought it was brilliant, Mrs. Yeah. End. Yeah. Just get on with it. Get on with it. Get them seats put in Prince's stand first and leave them in there. Well, they are, right? It's going to be permanent addition. Permanent just... addition. Just, I thought it was good. And if it, as long as the club stick to what they've said. Yeah. Because we've had more false dawns with this club and been lied to as fans. Yeah. That then we can we've had a we've had a belly full to be fair. If this don't work this time, if it don't work now, I think club's done. Yeah. Well, I, the thing is, with the, with these improvements, which are the same, like pre new stand, I don't see any reason why they can't do it because they're using the two million pound resilience fund, which it can only be used for that. Because yeah. if we can't, someone won't let us use anything else for it. Uh, presumably, anyway. Um, 
like I said, there's some time frames in there. I think they mentioned the London game for the big screen, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then I think it's the St. Helens game where we might have, it might be the other way around, I forget. Uh, but the Princess Street should be sorted for, be sorted for Saturday, St. which is like again. April, like, it's close. Yeah, it's, uh, close. It's, it's not too far it away. Just the, the screen's round, one it? They said that might be next season. The LEDs. I think, LEDs. I think based on kind of reading between the lines, the LEDs are something which are probably quite expensive, which we yeah. can do. But they probably want to see where we are grading wise, and for if it if it's getting because I think it's it, just up that yeah. if that's gonna make because it's only like zero point one. I think, yeah, I think if I think, that can yeah. just be edges over into a grade A. If we're at fourteen point nine, yeah, then they'll it do it. Yeah. Get it done, which, yeah. which makes sense, and I, I, I quite liked again that transparency of them yep. being quite straightforward and honest about it. And just I going, don't well, mind anybody saving money if you can save no, money, absolutely, but not put jeopardy at grading. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> My mum. Kind of really interesting thing about the stadium thing is obviously because Wakefield, the new stand looks great. And That's all we've got. <laughs> if we do these changes, right, which might look a bit weird as well, <laughs> parts of it, uh, elements of it. Well, Princess Street stand will. It's going to look strange. It's going to look weird. It's going to look strange. That's well, for sure. A lot of people I know are not going to be happy when they can't stand up at front. <laughs> I think most people are just going to stand anyway. There's, just, there's no matter getting the seats in there. Um, there's a really interesting. It's, it's where, the, where the grading goes a bit funny, really. Because if we do everything that is on that open ladder, right? If the crowd stays up and we we still yeah. we're getting kind of seven and a half to eight, and if if we can commit to that for because I think it's done over like two or three years, uh, the crowds. If we can keep a really solid crowd as we have yeah. seven eight, even get to like eight thousand for that, yeah. and we get everything in place with the LEDs and all that, before a spade is in the ground for the main stand. What do we need to do? There is the world in which we probably grade higher than Wigan. We grade higher than Leeds. We grade higher than. Because we well, own the ground, we've got primacy attendance. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at every tick box there, it's really only the minimum standards we're lacking on. Yeah. Once we've got the, uh, the, screen, and the screen and the LEDs in. And because it's quite, I think it's going to be about 9,000, I think, is what we'll end up at uh, once once the Princess Street is seated. I'll look at the plans and I think we're probably going to lose about 1,000 or so in the Princess Street. Um, but if you average 8,000 in a 9,000 capacity stadium, your utilisation goes right up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. before we even do the stand, we could be high, we'll probably be like top three in the league. Right. Which which everyone will, which everyone will hate, but it's the rules, isn't it? If that's the rules, that's the rules, <laughs> isn't it? We're buying them long enough. Yeah. Um, I did notice one thing that somebody did say though. Because you know like in main stand. Yes. They pay a supplement to sit down. Yes. <laughs> what about Princess Street? The, Are they going to be charging a supplement no. to sit in the Princess S- Street stand? I imagine <laughs> they will in 2025. Right, but not this season. No. Uh, if you've got a standing ticket, you can. I mean, we could sit in there if we want uh, on the membership. I won't do it. But um, no, if you've got a membership or. It's a fair point. So I won't be happy if I'm in main stand, I've been transferred to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to Princess Street. <laughs> Nice new seats as well. Yeah, new ones. Um, yeah, yeah, fair play from making the call in terms of actually committing to that long term as well. It's, it's gonna be again. It's not gonna be for everyone, but I think most people I've seen on the comments, things like that, understand it as well, yeah. which is good. And it is gonna be strange standing there, standing where we stand the world road and looking at us sat down, a seated stand. Um, yeah, it's gonna look a bit weird, yeah. but um, but it's positive. Uh, it's really really positive. And like I say they're getting the big screen in as well, so we don't have to. I'm presuming we just kind of pay Sky or whatever when they put theirs in obviously it's their screen isn't it when Sky or the BBC come um, so it's going to be our screen yeah that's good they'll just plug into it just... so it's going to be our screen which probably helps a little bit you can then do other stuff on the screen as well if you want because it's ours so half time you can put whatever you want on it and well, like other brands can, do yeah. it probably opens up a few other options there in terms of the screen Um, 
Yeah, it's all quite positive. And toilets, and they move the toilets eventually. Maybe not this that's, year, but go, go, go that, in, yeah. That is the main thing at ground. Going I into, don't mind the ground as it is, and I don't yeah. at all. It's just the I don't have to toilets. use. I don't have to use the women's. No. So, <laughs> to be fair, I, some, some of the comments so are completely Whether they, they should have been done years and years and years ago yeah. without worrying about IMG and what have you. I feel sorry for all women that go yeah. to games. I really do. Men's are bad enough. I can't imagine what women's are like. Oh, there's a nice little steel urinal, aren't there? Well, not urinal, it's still a trough in it. <laughs> but, um, at least, you know, at least we're not against the wall anymore. That's no, I suppose we're not. Improvement, um, but no, that's. I mean, jokes aside, that is obviously massive, and it, the the the, uh, the letter just said basically by twenty five that'll all be sorted. Of the the cladding stuff on on the uh, on the stands as well. Um, get your asbestos masks out <laughs> when the lads are doing that. I suppose. People in Princess Street. Yeah, um, but no, it's all really, really positive. And like I say, we will get those IMG points. And the, the fact of the matter is, and I will all my hands up say, absolutely fair play to Grant and Jeps and the club because they came on this podcast in August and they said, I, I, I was taken aback to be honest when they even mentioned Grade A or being close to Grade A. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really believe it on the second on the second listen uh, yeah. as I was doing the editing. We're only five six months beyond that. And you can see it. We, we might oh. not be grading, we're going to be very, very close. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I hope we are. Like I say, we've got to see stuff happen first. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As long as we can do his math right, Mark does his math right, and gets <laughs> all his ducks in a row, and double checks it, and triple checks it, and yeah. checks it again before he submits it. I'm sure, <laughs> we'll we'll be right. I'm I'm sure. sure we can't make a mistake like that again. But we're like that, can I just say one thing? Team sheet. Team sheet last yeah. week. Yeah. What an embarrassment for a club that is. Yeah. I don't know whose fault it was, but I hope we got an eight bollocking. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's, yeah, it's, it's a shame and sometimes. I think how daft as it seems, that one substitute could have been different than scoring another time, could have been. giving somebody a rest. I think in the end we didn't use it, did we? Which is weird. I think we only used um, six, six anyway. anyway, which is <laughs> whatever. But um, yeah, it, that, it's such a shame sometimes. I think... We, on we the, shoot ourselves in foot all that's the time. It. I think on the whole, the club is... Be going in a positive direction, yeah. I think the, the club now compared to where we were twelve months ago is, feels oh, very feels very very different from the top. I think yeah. so, a lot of the big things are going into place, and it's really really positive. It's just a shame some of those little basic things which shouldn't be happening still, yeah. still, still yeah. come. Yeah. I don't but, know. Like we said, I don't know follow up for that. I'm not sure on the process of it. But he can blame coach. Because he's known as Super League, being an head coach, whether it was his coach, he's, he's doing I don't whatever, think, I don't know. I, I, but you think yeah. Danny Maguire, aside with me, should, he, I he don't did it think, Super League enough to know. Yeah, I'm not sure whether it be the coaches themselves who handed it. I'm guessing they have to hand it to the match commissioner, I think, um, for like an hour and a half before the game. Basically, when they got off the bus. I, I don't know. It, it, it'd be someone's so what job. So what about it, though? What it, did it want filled in right or want handed in right? There was an incorrect name on it. <laughs> so either... Whoever's filled it in. Crosswires, whatever, yeah. but basically the team that Cass announced was not the team on the team. Because I don't so. think nobody after it was. I don't think nobody dropped out at seventeen, did they? No, I think there's obviously been some miscommunication. So they've handed it in. <coughs> I think they've then realised. Hang on a minute. Mm. No, we wanted him in, not him. So then they've gone to the match commissioner and gone, we, "We've made an error. Actually, we need him in." And they've gone, "Okay, but you lose us up." Basically, and that's that's the rules. It so. must have been somebody important then. They must have had a mistake. Because if it just won at subs, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Maybe. Yeah. You're not that bothered, are you? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> it right. depends which player you, it you, was. You've, been, you've been planning all week for your 17, so I, yeah. I imagine it would have. Yeah, but you've been playing with your 18 as well, just in case. 
but didn't happen on Friday anyway so um, uh, presumably it'll never happen again now with had the slap on the wrist for it but yeah just just a couple of the little basic things which is just, just get them just right just get them right Cause, Cause, not a million miles away because I, I, I think the effort is there I think we are trying to because I think Danny Wilson said when he, when he came on the pod as well about his ambition is for us to be talked about in the same way as some of the bigger clubs they don't do that they, they, they don't do that you know I mean the, the, these, your Wigan your Saints and Leeds they don't make mistakes like that so no. we just need to just tidy up a little bit and just be a bit more on it it'll take someone very special for us to be taught in them realms to be fair oh it will and we've got to have a 17 season it's, again it's a, it's, a, it's a pipe dream but I like the ambition yeah. I like, I, I, ambition, I like the ambition. yeah but I think it's a mile it's, oh, it's a million miles away it is and it may never happen but we just need to if we act like them yeah, that goes a long way. Agree, yeah. I'll take that. I don't yeah. care if they don't respect us what we are. That's fine. But if we act like a Wigan, we act like a Saints, we act like a yeah. Warrington even, that, that's fine. Mm. That, that'll do for me. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we, we can start doing that across the board. I think, again, positive steps, certainly the big stuff is it is definitely happening. Um, gone down a few rabbit holes here, but I, I think know, that, but but it's been a good chat. Yeah. Well, I said, I'll just get them business class seats booked for Catalan next week. <laughs> 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 it's Bernard's paying for them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I don't know if it'll be this season. I think it might be next year, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> bizarre, bizarre. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Bit, bit, bit just a bit of a chat, really. I uh, hope you've enjoyed these anyway. And if you want more of these, do do let us know. I think a few of you did appreciate the one uh, post Wigan. We didn't get a chance to do one after Salford, but we will try and do one uh, after Huddersfield next week if you want it. Uh, if you want it uh, enjoy the game if you are going down on Friday night I'll be there yeah feels like quite a big one so let's hope uh, uh, let's hope we can grab them first two let's points hope eh? so, yeah. let's hope so brilliant thanks for listening and we'll see you next time Coif. <laughs>